wake up, my queens. Hi, I am Empress Sharon Eam, bringing the truth of our stolen history. The mothership has landed. She is your modern-day Noah's Ark, bringing knowledge and understanding of your lost past. Get ready for enlightenment with eyes can see. Thank you for tuning in to another broadcast of Eyes Can See. Today's topic will be, we have the authority. So we're going to start off with prayer. Thank you, Father, for blessing me with this platform that I am able to teach your children about their lost and stolen identity and history and to inform them that there is still something yet happen, uh, waiting to happen for us as a people, that we did not come to America to stay, but we came to fulfill the curses that were set upon our life for 400 years. Now that that curse is in, it is time to move on to the next place where you are taking us. Thank you, Father, that we will all come to understand this knowledge of who we truly are and whose we are in Jesus' name. Amen. And we will go with Isaiah 61, 1 through 3. As soon as I find that scripture for you. Okay, here we are. Isaiah 61, 1 through 3. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for, wait a minute, I'm sorry, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. So, um, let's get into this message. And pretty much, this message is going to be about what's going on in our um, in our world, uh, as far as this judge that's being, you know, that Donald Trump wants to, you know, um, add to the Supreme Court. Let's find out about who these people really are, who they represent. Are they, do they have your best interests at heart? I mean, uh, how can you tell, you know, if people, uh, are good for you or bad for you? Uh, do you have a discerner, a spiritual discerner, you know, something within you to let you know, you know, uh, uh, how to judge people's characters, because that's what we're supposed to be able to do. You know, we're supposed to be able to judge the character of people so we will know, you know, pretty much what is going on and how we fit into the scheme of things. So uh let's get into this message. So 
this is where trans transatlantic slave descendants find themselves today as cursed among the nations. They're, they are the Hebrews who are mislabeled as Negroes. 2,000 years have passed and 400 years of captivity and bondage recently has completed itself over our lives. We are now experiencing a great awakening where Yahweh's children will be made known to the world. We are the next great thing to affect the earth, everybody, because there's still something yet to happen. So, um, we have Isaiah 43 and 28, the King James Version, uh, that, that confirms Jacob is cursed and Israel was given to reproaches. So that scripture says, therefore, I have profaned the princes of the sanctuary and have given Jacob to the curse and Israel to the reproaches. So there you have it. We're under a curse. And that curse was supposed to last for 400 years, everyone. So this is the meaning of those 400 years over our lives and the curses associated with it, you all. So please understand why black people are like they are in the world. You know, what this is really, you know, happening, you know, for us. So, I mean, what is really happening over our lives. So, we really need to know, you know, what is truly going on, everyone. And uh, that way, we can better understand, you know, um, how to come out of what we are, you know, what has been assigned over our lives because Yahweh left a way out. And that is the way that we need to use, you know, to come out of this. And the main question that I'm putting forth that should be on everybody's mind, you all, is how we were brought here to America. Now, the way we were brought here, you know, we should be asking them, why were we stripped of our names? Why were we stripped of our mother tongue, of our language? What was the, the, the meaning of all of this? America needs to tell us, us and the world who they brought into captivity in 1619. Then we can get to the bottom of, you know, us getting uh, justice, you know, for the things that happened to us. Because out of all the people in the world, why is it? That black people are the only people who, you know, the officers get a slap on the wrist, you know, for killing, you know, us. Come on. That's not right. And then our people, you know, get the most time, you know, in this double standard system in the prison, you know, uh, 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 area. So we need to get to the bottom of why these things are. And we need to make America tell us why. You know, we can't let them off easy. Um, God was not pleased with slavery. He gave us to a people who would do this to us. He said he was sending us into a 400-year punishment because we were covenant breakers. But we must realize our punishment was between us and him, not between us and man. We did nothing to man, so please understand that everyone... We did nothing to man, so why is man taking into their hands the punishment, you know, that God assigned on our lives, which was between us and him? That's where the righteousness part comes in at. We are righteous because we did nothing to man, but man came and affected us, got us in captivity and bondage, and killing us all the day long, be all because he can. So we need to get to the bottom of this. So these are the questions that we want to ask. Who did America bring into captivity in 1619, you all? And why were we stripped of our identity, and especially the language that we communicated in? We need answers to that question, to those questions, you all for us to even begin to deal with where we are in this scenario of life where we find ourselves. Let's start at the very beginning so that we can know, you know, how to come up out of this thing, y'all. 
We're at the end of a thing. 400 years have passed. We're at 401 years now. So come on, y'all. So getting back to my message, the colonizers of the world who went in and parted Yahweh's land, which is the continent of Africa, are still ruling over the indigenous people of those lands. Those people are Benjamin, who is Hebrew and one of the 12 tribes. They are the ones who are in South Africa, you all. So, the Africanas, which are people of Dutch stock, who make up 60% of the white population, struggle against foreign rule from 1806 until 1961. They had total rule of this country, you all. They came in and they fought these wars. And they took over these lands. So, that, those lands became their land even though they weren't indigenous to those lands. And right now, today, you still have those Dutch people in the land who are raping the land, who are taking from the land, who are putting the people of the land in bondage and captivity, you all. So now those people are standing up and they're taking back their land because the 400 years are up. And these people have been in that land for 300 years. So... The Vora Trekkers, uh, literally called four pullers, opened up vast new areas in ox-drawn caravans during the last century. And their descendants fought the Boer War. And that is how they came into these parts and took over you all. So, but let's see what Yahweh says about all of this, about, you know, people going into the continent of Africa and parting his land. So let's read Joel 3, 1 through 3, where the Lord uh, judges the nations. He feels some type of way about this, y'all. Just like slavery, he feels some type of way about. Just because black people, some black people, want to say, oh, well, slaves are dead. And that was in our past. And and uh, uh, we don't, we can turn away from all of those things. You know, those things happen to our ancestors and they don't affect us today. Well, that's not true. Slavery, uh, uh, being descendants of slaves still affect us today, everyone. God is not pleased and he will punish, punish what happened. So let's get to the meaning of why he's going to punish th these things. So Joel 3, 1 through 3. Yes, in those days and at that time, when I restore Judah and Jerusalem from captivity, I will gather all the nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. There I will enter into judgment against them concerning my people, my inheritance, Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations. As they divided up my land, they cast lots for my people. They bought it a boy for a prostitute and sold a girl for a wine to drink. So Yahweh said he was going to punish these things. He said that he was going to take slavery into account. He says that he was going to come see about some stuff. Even in Genesis 15, 13 through 14, he says he would visit those who put us in bondage, who put his children in bondage. Now, let's let's go back, y'all, to the day that the uh, Balfour Agreement was brought into effect. Now, the Balfour Agreement came about, you know, with uh, America being drawn into a war. This was not God's way of doing anything. This was Satan's way of totally keeping the people confused by assigning our identity to another group of people and relabeling us with the name of Negroes because a Negro is a slave of a slave. He does not inherit anything, okay? He has no inheritance. So yes, they took our things, they took everything that belonged to us, because a shift had happened and we had to enter into Yahweh's day of punishment for 400 years. That's why we find ourselves at the place that we are now in. Yahweh's children are under captivity and bondage in these end times. 
So the modern day people that we that we see nowadays, the modern day people that we see nowadays are the people that are not our, are the people that are not us. They are only people, they are only people who have uh, uh, been assigned our identity, you know, and they're supposed to be like this uh, for 400 years. So we read in, in um, Revelations 2 and 9 and Revelations 3 and 9, which tells us about, which tells us about uh, them being imposters. <laughs> they are, they were imposters then and they still imposters now because as we see the true uh, 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 people who are coming out the land who have been carved in the stones, you know, the archaeological finds that are coming out the Middle East, you know, from the parts of the land where we were, where we used to live in, we, we came from these parts of the land, you know, it's, it's turning up black people in the land. They're not turning up Caucasian people as being, you know, the Israelites who are being the Hebrew people. So the proof is in the land, you all. The proof, his, God left proof in the land for us to, you know, uh, find our way. He left breadcrumbs, breadcrumbs, y'all. Too many breadcrumbs were left for us to stick to the name of being called Negroes. Being called Negroes is a slap in the face. They renamed us. They stole our identity. They stripped us of our identity. We need to start there first. Why was our identity stripped? Why was our name stripped? Why was our language that we communicated in stripped? Because we were Hebrew people and we spoke in the Hebrew language, you all. And America must tell us who they brought into captivity. And they must tell the world this. And that will fulfill Isaiah 60 and 5, which says that we will, you know, that the nations will bring all of our inheritance and lay it at our feet, you all. And this includes reparations for working for the the uh you know being being stripped from our land, taken from our loved ones, and then being bought into this land, and then you know uh, uh our people being killed, and 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 we had to work this land. You know our ancestors had to work this land. We had to build America. You know pretty much you know uh make up her foundation for her to even become an industrialized civilization in order for her to become even what she is now. We were the backbone. Our relatives were the backbone who built all of this. And then even with all of our um, inventions, they were stolen. We were not given, you know, um, uh, uh, credit for all of the inventions that we, in, you know, we came up with. You know, we had no rights, no rights. We were owned by these people, you know, so everything that we came up with, belong to them so come on y'all let's know what this is and find our way too many breadcrumbs were left we need to find our way and we don't need to keep asking why y'all killing us you know we need to ask the right questions why y'all strip us why y'all take our identity away from us we need our identity back we will get our identity back according to the word of god so let's start there so as we see and understand, y'all, it is all about these things that Yahweh is visiting those who put us into bondage and captivity, where we are still subject to the bread of adversity. Our ancestors went through the waters of affliction, which means they were transported in the bellies of slave ships. And then we still have those who are going into captivity now, who are modern day slaves, you know, like in, in places like uh, in parts of Africa. You know, where they still are, are where, where the Arab, so-called Arab people who are truly Ottoman Turks are still putting African people, Hebrew people into bondage and captivity. They're still slaves now today. They're still being made slaves, modern day slaves now today. So, um, and we're, and black people can find themselves in the furnace of affliction which means being black in America, you know, walking while being black, talking while being black, just being black, you know, in 
the in the continent of America, North America. You know, it's not a good thing to be black nowadays. You know, first of all, we were assigned a label that is not truly our identity. So they have made us into a people that we are not. So again, there's no justice in America for us. Our 400 years are up and Yahweh's face is not turned away from us anymore. See, he said he had turned his face away from us. So everything that we have been going through, Yahweh wasn't looking at these things, but he left his angels in charge and he left certain things in place where people, man, could not violate. They could not go past a certain order. Now, now Yahweh said a remnant, a remnant of the 12 tribes must come through. We are that remnant. And there's still a lot of us who will not make it because there will be 12,000 per tribe. And that 12,000, Judah is worldwide. Judah was scattered back in, in 70 AD when we were forced to leave our land and be in exile 2,000 years ago. So we went worldwide. Judah did. Now, the northern 10 tribes, the northern 10 tribes went to other areas in the world, you all. Okay? So, and we can pretty much find out where we are as a people, the 12 tribes, okay? And the 12 tribes started off black and they're still black today, okay? So anybody can sit up there and say, you know, they are us in name, and you know, they are us, you know, uh, uh, they can steal our identity, true enough, but where's the evidence of it? They do not have the 400 years of captivity and bondage. They do not have the 2,000 years of being exiled from their land and still not in their land today. Yes, a group of us went back, you know, in the 70s. I think it was the late 60s, 69, or 70 or something like that. A group of us from Chicago and, 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 and those from around the nation of, of the United States joined with those out of Chicago and went uh, back to our homeland of Israel. But it was not time for us to go back yet because we're still, we were still under the 400 year curse, y'all. And the things that the Bible says <coughs> that the Israelites will have to fulfill in these end times will be fulfilled by these modern day Jews who took our names that Mordecai named us back in the time of Esther because we had to be, uh, uh, Mordecai did it for our good at that time to change our name. But see, what Satan did was he grabbed a hold of that name. He renamed these group of people. He, he, he assigned that name to these group of people of these modern day Jewish people. So that's why they are wearing our names. But Yahweh says they're going to fulfill the whole thing. You know, um, the things that are assigned in the end times for them to, to do, they're going to do those things. We're not going to do those things for the simple fact. It is not up to us to do these things, okay? They are the ones wearing our name, so they have to fulfill everything assigned to wearing that name. So y'all read what will happen in Revelations and in Thessalonians and in Joel. Y'all read those books to find out what's going to happen in these end times and just know we ain't the ones carrying this out in these end times. We're going to be safely tucked away in the wilderness of nations, okay? Because Yahweh says a remnant must come through. Okay, so that's why we must know who we are in these end times and know how we're supposed to be moving in these end times, y'all. It's a certain way to come up out of this. And we can't follow everybody. We can't do it, every, you know, every way that everybody tells us to do. No, we have to do this according to what the word of God says. Okay? So, um, uh, with that, we must first know who we are to know where we're going as a people. We were brought into this land, um, now as a people, Yahweh will free us from the places that he has scattered us. So, uh, that will fulfill Exodus, the second Exodus of Ezekiel 20 and 35. It is really going to happen, y'all. We're the only people on the plant, on the face of the earth 
on this planet who have been moved out of our position in the earth. We're the only ones who were stripped of our identity, you all. The only ones misplaced in the earth. Well, the whole Middle East basically has been misplaced in the earth. The people over there representing the Middle East are not the indigenous people that came from antiquity, y'all. They're not the original people. So please understand that. Understand something great happened. And as a result, something greater will happen to restore us. The end times are about the 12 tribes being restored. We are the 12 tribes who are out of place in the earth. So please, let's get that understood. Deuteronomy 32, 8 through 10. When the Most High gave the nations their inheritance, when he divided the sons of men, he set boundaries of the peoples according to the numbers of the sons of God. But the Lord's portion in his people is Jacob, his allotted inheritance. We are Jacob, y'all. We're the only ones that are out of place in the world. Look at it, y'all. Y'all can prove this thing. It's right there before your eyes. Prove it out. Don't take my word for it. Prove it out. He found him in a desert, in a barren, hallowed wilderness. He surrounded him. He instructed him. He guarded him as the apple of his eye. So we are the apple of Yahweh's eye, y'all, because we're Jacob, y'all, whose name was changed to Israel. So Deuteronomy 32, 20 and 21, he said, I will hide my face from them. That's what I said, you know, earlier when he said, you know, he was going to turn his face from us. Because of our our uh, uh, unfaithfulness, we are children of unfaithfulness. We were covenant breakers. They have provoked my jealousy by which is not God. They they have provoked my jealousy by that which is not God. They have enraged me with their worthless idols. So I will make them jealous by those who are not a people. I will make them angry by a nation without understanding. We're among that nation now. Uh, those who called us uh, uh, heathens, when the Bible called them the heathen, Genesis 10, 1 through 5, said that they are the heathens, but they named us heathen. They said that they were the ones, you know, who were civilized. So they had to come and civilize us when we civilized the whole world because we are from antiquity. And we have proven that we've been here 2,000 years. 2,000 years in, in, in being exiled, y'all. Exiled from our land. That's what the 2,000 years mean. That we have been exiled and that uh, it's time for Yahshua to come back. But before Jesus can come back, we have to be set up. We have to be in our place. That's why we have to go into the wilderness of nations. Because the scripture says, who would have thought it? Who, Isaiah 66 and 8 says, who would have thought? that a nation would be born in one day. Y'all, we going to the wilderness of nations so that we can be born, birthed into a nation in one day. So we can come, come so we can go in, not a nation, but we're going to come out as a nation, y'all. Established nation. We're not an established nation right now. We're a nation trapped within a nation. We have no land, no sovereignty, no power, no money, no wealth, no people. Well, we got the people, but we don't have land and we don't have all the other stuff that we need to give us sovereignty. That won't happen until we go into the wilderness of nations, y'all. That's what the Bible said. Ain't what Sharon said. Ain't what Eve Shalom said. That's why I'm here to teach what will happen with us, y'all. This When we went to church every Sunday, oh, this wasn't even taught. Oh, this was left out. We didn't even know who we were. We thought we were some Gentiles. We thought we were heathen people because that's what they told us that we were. That's who they told us that we were. Yahweh ain't pleased with none of that. So power was left in our hands, y'all, for such a time as this. What are we to do? How, how are we to... To do this thing, you all, uh, uh, what, how, you know, um, what's to affect us next, y'all? So when we speak the word by faith, 
That's what we have to do. Use scripture. Because the scriptures, y'all, are our spiritual warfare weapons. I know it don't make, uh, make sense. I know that uh, people don't understand it. But Yahweh hid the 12 tribes in the church. He hid the 12 tribes within Jesus' bride. Okay? So that's why we were supposed to learn while we were hidden in the church, going to church on them Sundays, you know. Uh, we were supposed to learn scripture because it is our spiritual sword. See what the word, word of God does, what the scripture does when we eat it, when we read it, when we study it, we eating it. And when we eat it, it goes down in our bellies and it becomes a river of living water because the word is alive. Okay. It becomes a river of living water and it flows up through your, it flows up out of you through your mouth as a sword. We are in the image of Jesus, y'all. Jesus coming back with a sword in his mouth, a double-edged sword, the same double-edged sword we have in our mouth. We're supposed to use this double-edged sword to change our conditions, to change our circumstances, to change our situations. We're supposed to use good over evil. That's why Michelle Obama, our first lady, says, when they go low, we go high. You know why we go high? Because when we go high and use the word of God, that, that puts Yahweh, that puts God on notice that he has to perform his word. You know, that's power in his word. His word is a lie. In our own words, we ain't got enough power. In our own words, we ain't strong enough to defend our words and defeat this enemy, which is spiritual. We ain't strong enough. This is spiritual warfare that we're into. You know, we are spirit beings wrapped in flesh. So we're fighting a spiritual warfare battle, y'all. We're, we have our part to do in this too. Okay. We're not left defenseless. That word of God, the scriptures is our weapon for such a time as this and until you know that the word of god is is your uh 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 spiritual weapon you won't know that you have the authority you won't know that in unity when we all agree with what the word of god says that we can change some stuff Oh, we, 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 we can call things to be not as though they were. Oh, it's so many things we can do, y'all. We have the power. We have the authority in our mouth. And we need to use it. We need to speak it out. See, Hitler has said something. He said, when the Negroes wake up to their true identity, and I'm pretty much paraphrasing some of this, but he says, when the, when the Negroes wake up to who they truly are, oh, the world in trouble. Because see, we are tied to Yahweh. When we wake up and we get our speaker right and start speaking things into, in, into existence and we start tearing down Satan's kingdom because we have the, the power and authority to do so, then we will bring Yahweh back. Because see, the end times are about the 12 tribes being restored. We are the 12 tribes, y'all. And we are the tribe of Judah. The tribe of Judah is going to lead this thing out. We're the leaders in this thing because we have the tribe of praise. And we're praise, you know, just like with Jericho. What God told, told the children to do with Jericho. He gave them instructions on what to do for seven days. They were supposed to march around uh, 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 the walls of Jericho. But then on that seventh day, they were supposed to do something extra. And when they did that something extra, the walls fell down. Because Yahweh has a way of defeating the enemy, just like COVID. It's a pestilence. It's a it, it, it's a um a plague. It's one of the plagues, one of the Egyptian plagues, y'all. Uh, like I said, we're going on the second Exodus. Okay, let's go back to the first Exodus. Before the children were freed from Egypt, there was a uh a plague that Yahweh sent to the people to show them that he was not, that, that he is God and God all by himself, that he means business. If he speak a thing, that he will perform what he says. So those plagues were to show 
uh, Pharaoh and the Egyptian people, they were not bigger than God. That if God said a thing, God was going to perform what he said. So same thing now, y'all. These plagues are of the same magnitude. It is to show the world that Yahweh is in control and that we've come to the end of a thing that we must go through another exodus because his people are scattered to the four corners of the world and his people are exiled. And we have been exiled for 2,000 years, so we must go you know, to the wilderness of nations so that it can be set up so that the kingdom can be the kingdom of righteousness, which Jesus will come through. He's going to come up through our kingdom that Yahweh is setting up when we go to the kingdom, when we go to the wilderness of nations. We have to go back to the wilderness, y'all. And you all read in Ezekiel uh, 20 and 35, what will happen? What to expect, y'all? Y'all need to know what to expect. So when our time expires here, we will move to another dimension, y'all. You know, where where it said that Yahweh's children only sleep, you know, when, okay, we're spirit beings in a flesh body. So while we're spirit beings in this earth, we're connected to this earth with our spirit man. When our spirit man departs this body, then yes, uh, uh, we go into that other dimension. But when Yahweh's children go into the other dimension, you know, of death, we don't go into death. We go into a place where we sleep because when that trumpet is, is blown, the dead in Christ don't rise. Y'all, and that's when Ezekiel 37 is going to come into effect. The valley of the dry bones, everywhere we've been scattered in the earth, outside of our land. Yahweh says that he's going to put flesh and where he's going to put sinew and muscles and tendons and flesh back upon those dry bones. And he's going to cause those bones to be filled with life again. And everywhere we've been scattered, when we go on this second Exodus, y'all, the second migration, great migration that is happening in that, that will happen to us as a people, because we have to be revealed y'all as the 12 tribes. Uh, Yahweh will, you know, make it known who is who in the world. He know who he left, you know, uh, uh, 2000 years ago, who he sent into bondage, who he sent, in, in, you know, to be exiled from the land. He know who he sent outside the land. He know. Okay. So as I said, man can say anything out his mouth, but the proof is in the pudding. Do they have the proof? to show that they have been exiled for 2,000 years and that they have been in bondage and captivity for 400 years. That is the requisite. They don't have that requisite. Come on, y'all. Y'all know about, about college. You know, you have to take, take those prerequisites, you know, those classes before you can go into your major, you know. So you have to fulfill a prerequisite. They have to fulfill those prerequisites. They don't have those prerequisites fulfilled. And those prerequisites have to be fulfilled in these end times. In these end times. We're coming out of a thing, y'all. So it's going to look strange. It's going to look like the twilight zone. Because powers are being changed. Okay? It's being shifted again. Just like a great shift happened for our power and authority to be taken away from us again. It's happening to be restored back to us, you all. So come on. So uh, for those who have power, I mean, problem with the name of Jesus, y'all missing out on the power, his protection of the finished work of the cross and on your spiritual warfare weapons, y'all. See, we have protection under the name of Jesus. You know, we, when we are blood-bought, blood feel, blood washed and blood filled, you know, when we receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, we have a protection, you know, that, that guards us while we're in this world. Now, if you don't choose to believe that, that is up to you. But Jesus said, for those of us who receive him and his power and authority mm, and his protection in these end times, he says greater works than he did will we do also. So we're supposed to be, you know, approaching those greater works phases, y'all. Okay? So that's how, why you have to know the authority that Yahweh left. He left you with, with authority. 
You are not defenseless, y'all, coming up out of this. So we have had a sac we have had to sacrifice uh we have had we we have to have a sacrifice for our sins. So that's why Jesus came, so that you know, um so that when we were exiled from the land, because realize this. We were exiled from our land so we could no longer keep the daily sacrifice. Certain things had to stop happening because we were covenant breakers and Yahweh said he was going to send us into punishment. So those things that he required of us at that time, he had to send Jesus so that it could fulfill the daily sacrifice. So that he could, we could sacrifice once and for all for our sins. Jesus paid that price for us. And for you, for those of you who have a problem with that, that's between you and Yahweh. We ain't got nothing to do with that for those of us who do believe, okay? So, Yahweh has prepared a way for us to be redeemed from our sins once and for all through Jesus and the cross. So, in turn, Jesus became our sacrificial lamb, died for our sins, and that he redeemed us, from, uh, he redeemed the first man, Adam, which encompass the 12 tribes and all of mankind but see when we hear that story we always hear yeah jesus uh 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 redeemed the first man adam and all mankind but see what they left out is that the 12 tribes were redeemed from their fall from this 400 year curse of being exiled for 2000 years outside of our land see that price was paid too and that's not taught to us we we weren't taught that, you know, after 400 years that redemption comes, that the power and control goes back into our mouth and that we have the authority that we're supposed to send into the earth, y'all. So come on and let's get on this thing together. See, because when Jesus became our sacrificial lamb, y'all, he made a, a spectacle out of Satan where he hung Satan. He hung death and the sting of the grave. He hung sin and sickness and disease and all them things on the cross. Jesus conquered Satan and his kingdom and put him under his feet. So that's why, you know, uh, uh, these are the end times and that Satan, Satan's turn in the earth is pretty much at his end. It's pretty much done, y'all. So, so what's coming up is when we're restored. See, Satan and his kingdom is going to be chained. You know, uh, uh, the archangel Michael is going to come down and put a big old heavy chain on, uh, Satan and his kingdom and going to push him off into that, kick him off into that bottomless pit where he's going to be for a thousand years, y'all. So we have to know what is happening. We have to know why it is happening and what's expected of us in these end times because yes, you do have a portion in this. You do. You are required to do something to come out of this. And you need to know what that requirement is. Okay? So we all got to go back to Sunday school and church to learn what those things are and put them in place, y'all. Pretty much you already know what they are. All you have to do is put them in place and start doing it. So we have the power of the scriptures spoken into the atmosphere to change our situations and circumstances. The devil cannot stay where Jesus lives. If this vessel, our vessel, our flesh vessel that contains our spirit man belongs to Jesus, if Jesus reigns in this spirit man, if Yahweh lives in this vessel, if God lives in me, how can Satan live there too? Come on now. Good and, and, and well, well, uh, sweet water and bitter water cannot flow out the same faucet together. You either gonna get one or you gonna get the other. You ain't getting both at the same faucet. Same way in your vessel. You either good in your vessel or you bad in your vessel. Which one are you allowing to rule your vessel, y'all? We have a choice in this. It is up to you. Now, when we get to that place, well, we all want to get on the same page. We're going to start seeing some stuff happen because we have the power and it is close to us as in our mouth. If you've been sitting in church, you know this word. If you don't know this word, you need to learn the scriptures because it is our spiritual sword. 
So when light shines, darkness flee. We are light, y'all. Hiding in darkness. Okay? We're the light. We are in the image of, of Yahweh, y'all. We're created in his image. So they cannot inhabit the same space at the same time. We must know to wear our spiritual warfare armor when we leave our house and go into the world. We're under constant attack. We must know how to use the weaponry that we have at our disposal. We have it in our arsenal, y'all. We have our weaponry already. We just need to know what it is and how to use it, okay? How to put on our armor and how to use the, the weaponry we have at our disposal. We can bind and loose. Whatever we bound on earth, y'all know, is bound in heaven. Whatsoever we loose on earth is loosed in heaven. So y'all ain't fighting with us, y'all. We just need to loose the words out of our mouth. And we need to loose the words of God for our situation. Jesus said greater works than, than what he did will we do also. We must get our speaker right so that we can agree with God's word. Then we can watch the power of his scripture do what it said it would do. We witness the evidence of his scriptures coming to life from the spiritual realm manifesting in this natural realm. We actually can see what we say literally. Yahweh, I mean, Satan knows that his time is short. We're living in, in, in times of the end of his kingdom reign. Satan knows that he has to be accountable for what he, he and his fallen angels have done and for deceiving the whole world, of, world about the identity of the 12 tribes. Satan gave Constantine the sign of the cross to go and conquer in. And everybody thought it was God who gave Constantine this sign. Nope, it was Satan. Remember, this is his world. The scripture says, woe unto the inhabitants of the world. Satan has come down among you. He became God of this world. Second Corinthians 4 and 4 tells us he's the God of this world. So Satan gave Constantine that cross to conquer in. And that same cross is that cross that Jesus conquered when he got upon that cross. That, that's why I just read that to you. When, when Jesus conquered the cross, he conquered the same cross that that uh, uh, Satan gave to Constantine and told him to go conquer, uh, you know, the world with, you know, Christianity. Go, go conquer in this in the sand, in, in this sign. So that's that. That's why the importance is of the cross. So in 1619, the colonizers used the cross in the name of Jesus to conquer our ancestors and take them into slavery. And I already said Jesus conquered that cross. So we need to get our speaker right so we can conquer and defeat Satan in his realm because that is what we're living in. They took Christianity and mixed it with Babylonian worship and pagan and added the pagan holidays, y'all. That's why we have all, you know, Christmas the way we celebrate it. Jesus was not born in no wintertime in Christmas. You know, uh, the Easter bunny ain't got nothing to do with resurrection day. You know, uh, it's not Easter. It's called resurrection day. Jesus got on that cross and he died for the sins of man. He did not, you know, he ain't died for no doggone bunny to, you know, Easter bunny to go and, and be no, uh, you know, uh, to represent no fertility God. Come on, y'all. He said, go and populate the earth. He didn't, he, he didn't say, you know, he was representing a fertility God. Come on, y'all. Let's get this stuff straight, y'all. These are pagan things. It's a system of magic that is being used on us to contain us spiritually, y'all. So when we get it together, we know how to come up out of this thing with our speaker because we are spiritual beings. And we have spiritual words, which are scriptures to, you know, oh, uh, 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 take this thing over. To take back everything that was taken from us, y'all. So here we are, the 12 tribes worldwide waking up. Yahweh hid Israel in the church. He hid us within the bride of Jesus. Those of us who go to church. How does it make you feel? Who are, who came up through the church to know this now that Yahweh uses all things for our good. So to me, it gets me all teary eyed and gives me, you know, this warm feeling that Yahweh just enveloped me in love. You know, that he would hide us in the church and teach us what we needed to know. You know, Jesus said he talked in, in, in parables. 
So we may not have understood everything he said, but he did give the understanding of what those parables meant. Same thing as as uh, Yahweh hiding us in the church, y'all. He had a way of redeeming us. He had a way, and it was through Jesus that people use and say, Jesus ain't this and Jesus ain't that, and the, and the Bible ain't you. And the, well, you know what? Well, if the Bible ain't true, why uh, is it fulfilling itself? Why is it alive? And why is why has it just proven our 400 years of uh, of going through uh, a bondage and captivity? Uh, Genesis 15, 13 through 14, which was written back in the Old Testament. But it was even mentioned in the New Testament. Acts uh, 7, 6 through 7. So come on, y'all. Put this thing together and know who we are. Know how to find yourself. He left breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs, y'all. Breadcrumbs. For us to find our true identity and our history. They tell us we came from Africa. And then we don't, we don't know anything further that we came from Africa and the pictures that they showed us in Tarzan. The Africans was over there, you know, uh, always making war, creating war, creating war with one another, creating war with everybody else, you know, creating war with the white men. Well, they, they just showed creating war with Tarzan. But it was, it always showed, painted the, 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 uh, native people in a negative image i pretty much like what what uh 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 the zulu warrior said that the zulu king said he said around here we eat fire you know when 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 the um when when the uh 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 christians came <laughs> uh, to take you know to bring christianity to the zulus king over there said uh, uh, we eat fire over here so don't bring that over here you know so but we need to know the Bible, y'all. We need to know the Bible because the Bible is our spiritual warfare weapon. Okay? So, I feel honored to know that Yahweh did hide us in the church. And he left Jesus to te teach us how to, you know, go about this thing. How to come out of this thing. Now, if we do it the way Jesus tells us to do it, then we own something, y'all. And we're going to start seeing some stuff happen. So we can now begin to see and understand how this reality that we live in in Satan's kingdom, it is Satan's kingdom. And he is the God of this world up until this, up until his time ends. He has been given power over the earth. So all this wickedness that we see going on, this is Satan's allotted time in the earth to do what he's supposed to do. So it's supposed to be wickedness right about now. But y'all are supposed to have a discerner to know the difference. People of God. Okay? So ask God to give you a discerner if you don't have one. So, um, but now that the 400 years are up, we're getting our spiritual sight back. Satan thinks that he has taken the 12 tribes out of Yahweh's hand. He thought that he caused us to fall to a place of, ir of being irredeemable. That time is, that time is up means that Jesus' return is soon to come. The 2,000 years are completed. Remember, he is an accuser of the brethren. But Yahweh had a plan named Jesus to redeem us. So we see uh, Ezekiel 37 coming to life before our very eyes, which is the valley of the dry bones. We will see it come to life in our very lives. Okay? So, um, Jesus gave us power and authority over Satan's kingdom, and there is super on our natural. We are the super warriors in the earth, using Yahweh's word, which are biblical scriptures. And Amy Coney Barrett, this is what I want to say to you. You have two black children. You sat and cried with your 17-year-old daughter because you, and I, I want to know what you told the little black son that you get. But you said and cried with your 17-year-old black daughter telling her, oh, there's some the laws that you might have to uh, agree with, sign on to, you know, or, you know, come about in helping to decide, you know, against people of her color, you know, black people. And that, you know, uh, how she's making her black children feel, you know, like they're not good enough. She's making them hate hate their own race 
of people, making them hate black people because laws have to be made, you know, to contain them, to put them in their so-called place. So what are you really teaching your daughter? You told her, you cried with her, telling her that you have to, you know, go along with these laws. No, you won't have to go along with those laws because those laws are wrong. Those laws are racist. And and you decided to to adopt some black children. Well, I want to know, why are you all adopting black children, white folk? Uh, I, I want to know this, you know, uh, are you really adopting these children, you know, uh, so that you won't have to, you know, uh, uh, let me, let me, uh, find a better way to say this. Are you adopting those children as your servants? Because you know, you can pretty much rely on the black children knowing that they are going to be there to protect, to, to take care of you in your elderly years. Because a lot of y'all children, you know, and a lot of our children, they, they run away from their responsibility, but you will find uh, 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 our people being, you know, let me, let me rephrase this. Our people were brought here in America to take care of white people. Okay. So what I'm asking is for all of you entertainers and stars who are going around adopting these black children, are you adopting these children to be your servants that you don't have to have slavery anymore? Uh, you can adopt your slave, you know, you can adopt a, a black child. And, 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 and raise them the same way as a slave. Come on, y'all, to be there to protect, uh, to take care of you, to be there to do the things you need to be done for you. I don't see how this black child, Amy Coney Barrett, is getting anything better by being in your household. I want you all to know, those of you who have black children in your families, oh, we will have to go to the wilderness of nations. You know, uh, because we are the, the 12 tribes of Israel. And scripture says that you will bring our children. The Gentiles will bring our children and put them on their shoulders. They will bring our children to the wilderness of nations and you will be held accountable for, for, um, uh, for raising our children the way that you are raising them. You know, if you are raising them against, you know, to hate their own own race of people. You know, uh, black people are under a curse. We're not like this because we just woke up and we, we, we woke up like this as a group of people. No, something happened to us. Yahweh put a curse upon us. Zechariah 8 and 13, read about it. You know, so if, you know, this curse wasn't upon us, you wouldn't treat us like this. But because this curse is upon us, you do treat us like this. And I don't see it being a good thing for our black children to be adopted by white people, you know, because these children are going to grow up thinking that they are better than black people and hating their race because these laws have to be formed against their own race of people. Come on now. How fair is that? So I, I don't buy that. And I don't believe that you are a just justice because a justice, okay, you say that you believe in God, but you say you will not subject the people to your beliefs. Well, I thought that when, when you know, you gave your life to God and you chose to, you know, uh, um, rule, you know, by, you know, uh, the scriptures, I thought that that was to make you a better person anyway. I thought that, that, you know, uh, when you consult God, when you go to God and you consult God about a decision, you know, that he gives you the right way of doing things. So what you're saying is that your decisions are better than God's decisions, that you don't need God to make a just decision. You sound like a wicked judge to me. And I don't see how it is in, you know, your black children's interest to be their parents. Because I don't know what you will be teaching them other than they're better than, you know, that, 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 um, uh, they are better than, you know, the black people, you know, uh, of their race and that you're better than that, but there will be laws that will affect you and your children, you know, later on in life. These laws are so racist. How could you even tell your black child that? How could you do that? I, you know, I don't think you deserve them to be honest. And a lot of you white people, I hope that you all are not, you know, making your black children 
you know, feel like they're better than the rest of the black people of their race. And I hope that you're not making them hate their race because of these laws that have to be, you know, that you all say have to, you know, be uh, made to contain us. These laws are unjust. Uh, you're using an unjust uh, balance and you will be dealt with that. So, you know, Amy Coney Barrett opposed the laws of the land in the satanic kingdom. You know, uh, she will not allow Yahweh to guide her in her decisions. It would be in conflict with her job to judge with righteousness against this present day world system. Y'all need to understand that. And you need to know that you're getting a wicked judge that's being appointed. She's going to rule with this present day world system. She's not going to rule you know, out of a righteous heart, you know, uh, because there's no good thing that, that, that dwells in the flesh, no good thing. So how can she, if she's ruling in her flesh, in her own mind, then she's a wicked judge. She's going to judge judicially, judicially without God, with her own mind, without a heart of compassion. So you guys need to really, uh, you know, put that into your thinking cap so that you can know where all of this is coming from, y'all. We need to know these things. So basically, I want you guys to know, wow, that uh, we still have something to do. You know, uh, the authority is given to us. The authority is in our mouth. We still have to speak it out into existence. And it would be better for all of us to come together and be on the same page because we do have a God key. It is our melanated skin and our woolly hair. So in Revelations 1, 14 through 15, basically tell you, you know, these things. Because Yahweh told me to tell everyone, wear your hair and skin as a badge of honor because we look like him and he looks like us. We are created in his image. This is the God key, this melanated skin and this woolly hair. You need to know who you are to know where you're going. So I'm going to leave you with that, with this message. And we have come to the end of another broadcast. Please be sure to follow me on YouTube. And remember to subscribe and to like like my page and to subscribe to it and turn on your notifications, please. Um, and listen to me on bbsradio.com. Eyes can see. I come on every other Friday, but you know, I do a Facebook live every Friday. Uh, so catch me at 12 noon, you all. And like my uh, new Facebook page, Hebrew Identity 101. Uh, we will be doing more things with that page. I want you all to come and give me some feedback. I want you to ask questions. If you don't know a thing and you want to know more about something, ask me those questions so we can have a debate about this, so we can get to the bottom of this thing, so we'll know what America should be telling us, you know, who we are as a people, who they bought here in 1619. They need to tell us that. They owe us that. They owe us, you all. So let us do this. And please share and make these teachings go viral so that we can all come to the same understanding about our stolen identity and history together. So until next Friday, I'll leave you all with goodbye for now. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your weekend and the upcoming week. So goodbye for now. Mm -hmm.